This is Dr. Nancy O'Reilly, and you're listening to Smart Amazing Conversations with Dr. Nancy. Supporting women is my passion and my purpose, and finding other women and men who do the same is my favorite thing to do. Their stories are inspiring, and they help us understand that we can all succeed if we support one another in work and in life. These amazing conversations gave me the stories and wisdom from my earlier book, Leading Women, and they've also inspired my new book, which came out in early 2019, titled In This Together, How Successful Women Support Each Other in Work and Life. This week, I'm so pleased and excited to have back America's leading expert on transformation leadership, Trudy Bourgeois. Trudy is the founder and CEO for the Center for Workforce Excellence and has built an outstanding reputation as the truth teller. She teaches managers how to unleash the greatest potential from every employee through strategies, use of diversity and inclusion. She was honored by Dollar and Cents Magazine as one of the best, brightest women leaders. Trudy uses her skills to tackle difficult subjects as her role as author, speaker, teacher, and researcher. She has written four books on leadership, including her latest book, Equality, Courageous Conversations About Women, Men, and Race to Spark Diversity and Inclusion Breakthrough. Trudy is a regular blogger for Huffington Post and a contributor to many management and trade publications. She serves on and advises many, many social profit organizations and boards focused on closing the gender and representation gap and works tirelessly to advance women's leadership through building workplaces that are truly inclusive. I first interviewed Trudy last year and found her insights so helpful. I shared them in my book, In This Together. And I've also met her at a conference, and I can't wait to see her again. And I'm so pleased to welcome back to Smart, Amazing Conversations with Dr. Nancy. Trudy, thank you so much for joining me. It was a great group and the conference. But where were you? Where the heck were you? I, no, I was already booked for Facebook. I was oh. for a long time. and um, yeah. So what are you going to do, right? Congratulations. On the book, congratulations thank, on thank you. Um, what you're doing to advance women supporting women. It's just really, it's wonderful. Um, I'm just really happy for you. Yeah, it was it was good. You know, I I just I had a, you know you I kept talking about courageous conversations, but this was a courageous conversation I really wanted to have. And and I thought about it, and I thought about it, and I asked a couple people about it. What was really neat about this is when I talked about white privilege, I had uh-huh. I had talked to this young millennial woman we had at the reception that first night. Yeah. And she was just as cute as she could be. She just uh, got out. She's just out of the military. Now she's mm-hmm. working for uh, Cerner, which is a new tech company. And so she was just bouncing around. She was so cute, and we were we were just having a great conversation. I said, "Let me run something by you," and and she was so. She was great. She looked at me, and she just smiled from ear to ear. She goes, you know, I've never heard a white woman talk about white privilege. And I said, well, it's about time, isn't it? She goes, yes, it is. And, and you know, and, and that's that. she was really, kind of, I think I was supposed to run into her, and I was supposed to listen to that. So anyway, when I was speaking, and I was talking about white privilege, I, I talked, uh, I, I said, Jonita, where are you? And she raised her hand. I said, I said I'm going to do it. <laughs> I'm going to step out here and be courageous. I'm going to do I it. I loved it. Yeah. I, I, I just loved it. Yeah. And then here, let's see, where is her card? It's Valerie, isn't it? 
Valerie, Valerie Ranford. Mm-hmm. Oh, she was. She came she's up afterwards because I ask I ask in the audience who knew you, and about a, a lot of people raised their hand. Probably about three, four, about a fourth of the people raised their hand. But Valerie came up after the uh, after I spoke, and she goes, "I got to tell you, I got to tell you about." Trudy, she is amazing. She's absolutely amazing. She she gave me everything. I said, "What do you mean?" She gave me everything. She says my business. She gave me all the uh, contracts. She gave me this. She gave me that. She goes, she is just absolutely. She was beaming from well, ear to. I mean, she. I, I am super she was excited for Valerie. I'm super excited for the world because Valerie, you might uh, have had an opportunity to learn from her. She worked for Jamie Dimon. J.P. Morgan Chase, and they actually created a role, a, a very innovative, disruptive role um, on advancing black leaders. And uh-huh. Valerie is, uh, it was her brainchild, and it really served to close a lot of representation gaps in a very meaningful way. Now, that's not to say that they mean J.P. Morgan Chase don't have work that's still to do because Jamie's sure. direct report team still has um, challenges, but yeah. but man, they moved the needle and got some results. So good for, yeah. for Valerie. I'm looking forward to seeing what she does in the world. Yeah. Well, moving the needle is is what's going on right now. Maybe not mm-hmm. as not not as fast as we would all like to to move it, but uh, you know, two steps forward is one back, and hopefully it's not not any more than that. But yeah. Uh, let, yeah. Let's talk about you because you know the diversity conference was is really. I think it's one of the unique opportunities that women of all colors should attend mm-hmm. because I think the, the what what happens there is is something that women women need so badly and that's to connect and that's to feel the support of other women right. and I think right. that's what happens there and women get get hold of that and then next thing you know rooms of people are really talking and sharing mm-hmm. things that they would probably never share in other situations. But mm-hmm. the more they share and the more they connect and the more they find the support from each other, you know, it's like a drug. I got, I, oh, I have gosh, to have more. Yeah. I mean, it, it, it is. That sense of community is so incredibly important for women in particular and women across differences, which we have not done a good job of, as you know, that's what my heart um, says and that's what the research shows. And um, so, uh, you know, kudos to Sheila for fostering the creation of experience where people are starting to have more courageous conversations and kudos for you for, you know, actually advancing the the conversation. I hope that what happens is that women leave finding their voice and um, really wanting to jump into the the middle of it, right, and yeah. say, look, I, I want to be a, a part of shaping history and shaping sure. the future. Mm-hmm. I would not feel bad being in the history books, not no, at all. Me either. <laughs> I, wouldn't, I wouldn't feel bad about that at all. But, you know, the most important thing that I, I think talking about the elephant in the room was extremely important. In fact, after I spoke about white privilege and I talked about what you had said, which is, I, I told I told him our story, <laughs> our moment, our moment, our moment, and, and, and the truth teller. The truth teller came up, and I was like, "Okay, mm-hmm. yeah, you white woman." I said, "Yeah, you got that right, uh huh." But I love it. So what's wrong with you, white woman? I went, "Oh, okay." She said, "You've had all these advantages. You've had about affirmative action. What have you done with it?" And I went, "Yeah." Mm-hmm. 
and I, then she, then you said again, "What's wrong with you?" And then finally, I went. I, I know when I finally said it. I, I really, truly, even still believe it now. We don't like each other, and I think that we is something. We don't know each other, you know. We don't That's know each other, yeah, but we, but women, you know, I'm sorry, women, we judge too quickly, yeah, and we do. and we don't know really how to compete. Mm-hmm. Because we've never had those models, but uh, we can do a much better job of learning to know each other, and oh, yeah. and and that's what it is. It, this is responsibility to me. Everything that's right. going on is responsibility, and and I'm I'm Love I'm willing that. to step up there, and I'm you know, and I'm willing to take whatever shots anybody wants to give to me. I don't care, you know. I got, I, just, I have nothing to lose. I, I just love what you're saying, Nancy, because um, there is a sense of responsibility because we stand on the shoulders of people who lost their lives yeah. and who would never taste the fruit. You know, they would not know what we know, even though I am not by any means, shape, or form trying to negate the challenges that we face because they're real. But yeah. having said that, um, you know, we, we have a sense of obligation to pay it forward, to leave it better than we found it. And, you know, when right. I wrote the book e- e- Equality, um, I really, you know, I challenged women. Because I think that we inadvertently have become a part of the problem. Oh, I know um, we have. I know mm-hmm. we have. We yeah. are we are and can be our own worst enemy towards oh ourselves yes. and towards other women. Absolutely. We are so busy trying to blame the guys, put the responsibility on the yeah. guys and and quite frankly I don't, I'm just mm-hmm. I'm sick of that. No. And 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 you know what? I'm now doing conversations with men and women. And it, it was when I read the book In This Together, you know, there's a, that chapter on Male male mentors, and I I thought, well, Nancy, if you're if you're writing this, what the heck are you doing? And you know, it's amazing when I when I speak about the book and I talk about uh, the, the chapter about the importance of us connecting with men and getting the support and mentoring with men. There's almost a sigh of relief in the audience with the men, mm-hmm. and they come up afterwards. And you know, it, and it really even dawned on me more at that point because. I mean, what they they said, thank you. We yeah. are so happy to so ha- to hear yeah. this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah they, so, they want to do right, but they don't know how to do right. Yeah. And how yeah. can we expect people to do something that they don't understand? Why why can't we just step up as, yeah. as women and um, pave the way? You know, yeah. I mean, that goes to your responsibility piece. I just love uh, that whole phraseology. I, I just think that we have to awaken a, a deep level of consciousness, of personal ownership. You're, you're never going to embrace your responsibility if you, if you don't feel that you're responsible. So, yeah. so we, we've got to get to people's core to, mm-hmm. to challenge them to say, you know, you are playing a role, whether whether you know it or not or whether you want to or not. The question yeah. is, you know, what kind of role do you want to play? Well, doing nothing is doing something, and people That's don't right. understand that. Mm-hmm. If you do mm-hmm. nothing, you are doing something which really doesn't help anybody. It doesn't help you, and it doesn't help anybody else. But the, I think the thing is, you talk about it, and I talk about it, and I think it's really, really important, is race and bias, but just mm-hmm. bias in general. Mm-hmm. You know, you're the truth teller, and this is something that until women truly get a handle on, their own biases towards themselves, it's going to be really hard for them to get to understand the biases they have towards other women and men and just mm-hmm. in general. And anybody else. That's exactly right. And that's I'm, exactly what I feel. Yeah. No, I mean, <laughs> I mean, I know where I came from. You know, I, I know what I grew up with. I know what I came from. 
you know, I, I was lucky. I did have some good role models. I had some good mentors. But, but again, there was things that I needed to understand. I mean, I re, you know, I thanked you in that, that uh, talk I gave, by the oh, way. You're I so thanked sweet. you. Thank you. That's very and, kind. And, and and again, sometimes we do. We it's good for somebody to step out there, and you didn't kind of you didn't really knock me in the head, but you kind of pushed me, you pushed me back a little bit, which is well. Which I think is, you were ready. You know, I, I think that I think that you the teacher comes when the student is ready, and I think that you had a, a level of openness, Nancy. And you know, I was talking to my friend Julia at at the Center for Talent and Innovation, and we. Um, had something similar. We had a very open, honest, courageous converse, conversation about women and white privilege, and she was open, and and I was open. But if both parties aren't open, then yeah. you know it's so easy for the defense mechanism to take control. But I could not have said anything to you that your spirit wouldn't have been ready to receive if you had not been open. Yeah. So I'm yeah. grateful to you for that. And now. You're using your platform to challenge other women to yeah. be that much more intentional. So no, I cannot a, stop. <laughs> I, can't, I, can't, I can't stop. All right, well, let's talk about you because really you're making this journey and you're helping other people to make this journey about uncovering their biases. And you know, I lo- I love what you say when you say we, we don't know what we don't know, mm-hmm. and and I think that's important. I will say this, the older I get, the less I know, and I really, really didn't think that would happen. Oh, me too, like bad. I'm like, (laughs) okay, I've been working on this for like 20 years now. I mean, I spent 18 in corporate, and I've been an entrepreneur for uh, almost 20 years now, but you know what? I think that that's a mark of wisdom. I, I think that the more that we can acknowledge that we really have such a, a narrow appreciation for the world, and mm-hmm. um, that's the beginning of, of being empowered because then yeah. you, you have a thirst of curiosity, and without that thirst of curiosity and openness, you're not willing to learn. And so yeah. you, you stay stuck because the brain is so lazy. Um, the brain just wants to take the shortcut, and, and I wish people could understand that that's what bias is. It's just mm-hmm. a, a method of a shortcut, and unless we're intentional, then we don't really make any progress, which yeah. is why. Look at the numbers. I mean, look at look at the, the reality of the situation. I mean, you know it as well as I do, Nancy. It's like, come on, you guys. We've been at this for 15 yeah. years. What, what, stop talking about it's a business imperative. Let's, cause that's let's do it. Let's just stop talking about it. Let's yeah. just do it. Mm-hmm. If your companies truly believe in what you're saying, you make sure that you have – your numbers and you have diversity, but you also have the numbers 50-50, you know, or whatever. Right. You know, I, I, I loved it. I think it was the, what was it? It was the National Symphony that did blind. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. But but they, but they we need blind interviews. I mean, we need blind interviews and we need blind applications that there is no name at the top of it. It's based on the person's talent. That's experience it. and talent and and you know wouldn't it be interesting if just for uh you know like 30 days everyone just did that to see what they came up with i think that's where we should be heading is that we take the name we take the you know everything is going to uh, generic uh, generic there's no no longer going to be bathrooms with women and men on them they're going to be yeah, just restrooms mm-hmm. so so if we get to a point where where it's just you know this is the job this is this is who's applying. Uh, we don't know who's. It could be a man or a woman. It, it would be, be interesting. Yeah. It, it would, would be, be 
So what a, um, an opportunity for a, a great case study that, that would be. I mean, I mean, uh, the, the symphony and others have already um, demonstrated the power of blindness. Sure. When the, when the biases don't insert themselves, right? Yeah. And, um, and so we know the benefit because the brain is going to go to what it knows. And so um, if we could interrupt that pattern, Right yeah. in a very positive way, not not in a negative way. No. So if we could do it in a positive way, yeah, we could change the game. Yeah. yeah. Well, I you know, and 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 I I truly believe if women support each other, and I've said this time and time again, if women truly supported each other, we would be running the world. We would have everybody would have equal opportunity. They'd have equal education. They'd have the same health care. Wouldn't that be an amazing world? Oh my gosh! You know, so, so so Nancy recently, just as a part of you know my ongoing writing, I've just been looking back at history for women and how uh, and where we inserted ourselves in every single place where women decided we want to be a driver in this. Right. Like we were transformational. Transformational. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's the power of what could be um, if women honestly do begin to support each other. But we've got to awaken our spirits. We can't sit on the sidelines. We can't no. be passengers. we got to no. be players. You know, we got to stop blaming everybody else, including the guys and whoever else you're blaming oh, yeah. today or whatever. Yeah. we just yeah. got to stop that. And we've got to um, create our individual consciousness, and then we can find a collective shared voice. But yeah. until you or I really, you know, say, okay, I'm going to own what I need to own. Mm -hmm. Um, And I just want to encourage your listeners to understand that all of us own something. To your point that you said earlier, okay, silence, for me, silence is endorsement. And and we're just as guilty. It's a decision. Um, It's a decision. It is a decision. That is exactly right. So how can we get more women to make the decision to support other women with intentionality. Like I loved yeah. your email. I got an email from you this morning talking about what woman have you supported? And yeah. you know, in the research that we did for the my horse book equality, we, mm-hmm. we interviewed over twenty five thousand people and we asked where is diversity, equality and inclusion on your personal leadership agenda? And you know eighty mm-hmm. percent said it's not there. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, Chelsea Handler did that hello privilege. Mm-hmm. And and it's it, it was as if, you know, especially the white individuals that she interviewed. It's like what, what are you talking about? I don't yeah. even understand what you're talking about. It's like they're in the bubble. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's just this just com- complete uh, you know, not denial, it was just complete like well, what's what's that about? What do you what do you you know, everything's fine. Everything's right, fine. I know, my life is good. What are you talking about? I yeah, mean, really. Don't 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 shake me up. I, yeah. I just, you know, mm-hmm. I'm fine. I'm fine. Yeah. You know, all the leaders that stood up there at the at the conference and I think this is this is a common feature and again it goes back to the everyone of course supported other women, and there was no doubt in their mind. I mean, the whole thing was lifted. Well, connect women, uh, women connect for good, but also the book in this together. It's lift as you I rise, love that. Mm-hmm. lift I as you rise, mm-hmm. and then of course for the conference it was level up, and that was you know level up and keep bringing people along with you. But every one of the people that stood up there, which was a fantastic array and a very diverse group of women standing there. 
we're talking about vulnerability. And I think that's the other thing that makes them so special is the fact that they can be vulnerable. They can tell their story and talk about, you know, in your book you talk all about it and the people that you talk about, is that it really was an awakening for many people to understand mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that they're truly what they found was that their own issues, their own problems were what made made it became their solutions and gave them the strength. But it was that vulnerability to understand what it was and to use that vulnerability to not only help themselves move forward, but to take others along with them. You know, you are just hitting on something that's just so incredibly powerful, and it goes to, you know, the dreaded drama triangle. You you talk about the whole idea of how you're showing up, you know, uh, and I think sometimes we show up as a victim. Uh um, And uh, what we're trying to say is, no, you're a co-creator. You're uh-huh. a co-creator. None of us as women are victims. Let's stop that. We need to change that narrative. You know, we have power. We just need to use our power, right? Uh-huh. And yeah. in this together, for me, is is all about recognizing that we're better uh, when we do come together than when we try and take it um, by ourselves. I mean, th- yeah. that that is what history tells us. And um, I, I think that history is a good teacher, um, and it just uh, motivates us to be that much more intentional about doing things like this. You and I are mm-hmm. having a courageous conversation um, about the role that women play. It's not to say that we don't need um, men, but we need each other. We need ourselves, and yeah. we need it's, each it's other. Start, I think it has to start there, too. Yeah. I mean, we, if we, but, but, but the support that we need, we have to support ourselves. Yeah, you know, I mean, we have to we have to rise up as people. I mean, as individuals ourselves, and understand our power too. That we do have the talent, we do have the resources, we do have the ability. Then you you start to reach out, but it starts with each person, and That's each right. person is unique in their own way. I mean, it's yeah. it's very very. <laughs> I guess well, I guess you have to get older to to know this stuff, but but I see a lot of these younger women, especially at the, I saw a lot of women at this conference really stepping out, and I oh, really exciting. really liked it. I just loved to watch. You know, there was the millennials, but then there was the gen gen group the, there too. Mm-hmm. You just see them; uh, they're they're stepping out. That's and, good. And, and you know what? Great on them because um, I think that they recognize. Um, that look, um, it's now and never, and, and I'm not trying to be melodramatic or overdramatic, or but like it's never been a better time than now to be a woman sure. in the business world because sure. of all the data and all the arguments. Well, and, there's a, and that's uh, you know there's lots of press on Times Up and Me Too things that are, that are bringing the mm-hmm. importance Awareness. of women stepping mm-hmm. up and using their voice. That's right. That's right. And so there's there's like really no more excuses. Nancy, and to, to your challenge of, okay, who can I help, and yeah. h- how can I influence, and and what can I just do on an ongoing basis to uplift um, other women, but, but the thing that I would just really ask your listeners to, to consider is, who are you doing it for in terms of a woman who doesn't look like you? It's, yeah. it's women were still challenged just around women supporting women, but when it comes to women supporting women across differences, we're not having the courageous conversations yet. I'm so proud of you for what you did to advance the the discussion, you know, this week at the Diversity Women's Conference. We, we we've got to, the the men. 
um, and companies are entering into a pledge. What what if what if we, as I say in equality at the end of the book, what if we pledged and made a commitment? What what if okay. we really like each person actually said in yeah. twenty twenty I am going to be intentional about uh lifting up two or three women. Like I just love your whole construct around sponsoring or mentoring another woman. What yeah. if we could get you know, every listener to say, Okay, I'm gonna do that for at least one woman. You know, yeah. can you imagine the kind of differences that we yeah. experience? You know what? It doesn't take a lot. Mm-hmm. Sometimes just telling another woman the kind of the great work she's doing, the things that you really appreciate about her, or even asking for her help. Mm-hmm. You know, this is this is the thing also that we need to get beyond. Take this, take the Superwoman T-shirt, throw it out, <laughs> but understand you have to ask for what you want. But in the meantime, you know, you and I both know when you've asked someone for their help, it it always comes back threefold. You can turn oh, around absolutely. and then it becomes this amazing bridge, this path that you can go back and forth and, and then other people get on the path. And mm-hmm. Like you said, it just, but it starts with sometimes just asking, you know. Yeah, I I loved it. It was uh, I, I'm not going. Sh- I can't. I don't know if you're sure who said this, but I think it was Shelley Embro. She said she says she says you don't necessarily have to really ask someone to be your mentor. You can just pretend they. You can just pretend <laughs> they are. <laughs> I well, said okay, that sounds you know, good. There, there's something to that because I always well you know they're like oh I can't get a mentor. I'm like okay, can you read? Yeah. You can read, right? <laughs> All right? Open up the 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 magazine or go uh-huh. to the bio of the individual. I, yeah. I, you know, mentorship comes in so many different ways and yeah. forms. It's not like the sponsorship where you need more active uh, engagement. You can have mentors in a very passive way, but a very productive and impactful way. And Absolutely. so, um, just want to encourage people to recognize that you don't have to be best friends with your mentor. Um, I tell you, um, there have been people in my life that I've I've studied from afar. I've never even met them. Women that I've I've never met. I mean, yeah. you know, people who have been game changers in the world, and I'm like, wow, how did you do that? And I just go and read about them. And so that's something that all of us can do um, to be very intentional now. Yeah, I, well, I've got a conversation with Sheila on Thursday, and I know oh, it's going to be it's going to be sparks sparks flying, sparks well, flying, I, and angel, really, angel wings flapping. Angel yeah, wings flapping. I, I I love that. I hope that um <laughs> I'm able to come back again, and it would be great. What would be great is to get you and me and yeah, another person be together and just talk about how do you have the conversation. Yeah, that would be have the conversation. I I will mention that to Sheila when we talk. Yeah, please. Do. Okay, but your book alone is the name Equality: Courageous Conversations About men, Women, Men, and Race to Spark a Diversity and Inclusion Breakthrough. Mm-hmm. Now that's a bunch of great words. Oh, thank you so much, <laughs> and congratulations on all of your success, Nancy. I'm just so. So happy to be a part of what you're trying to do and um, for us to be women across differences connecting and collaborating for the greater oh, good. It's, it's, yeah, it's the only way to go. This is it. We're, we're talking yeah. about this is these conversations. And coming from the truth teller, I have to have these conversations. But you know what? The number of, of women that came up to me afterwards, it was just an affirmation. Because yeah. it really was like someone says, hey, we can talk about it. It's, yeah, it's, it's okay. okay. We're giving them permission to normalize yeah. the conversation. 
And if we could do that, Nancy, then look at what women have done, you know, whether it's voting rights, whether it's Nancy Brinker and Susan G. Coleman, whether it's uh, Venus and uh, and uh, Billie Jean King, whether it's yeah. uh, Ella Fitzgerald and, and Marilyn Monroe. Look at what we can do when we come together. Yeah, I love that story about Marilyn Monroe and Ella oh, Fitzgerald. Too. That was a me great too. story. Yeah, I uh, it was love just that. absolutely wonderful. But those are the stories that we need to hear. That's right. It's possible. We need to hear more stories about things that have occurred in the sport that was given. If you get it, then you give it. That's the That's way right. it works. That's right, hon. We exactly lift right. as we lift as we rise. We lift yes. as we rise. You know, well, I you know remind me of a lady. Um, Helene Angelis, I need to connect the two of you guys because she used to. She was a big executive at Procter and Gamble, and she used to say, "Trudy, we all have to turn, uh, twist, turn, and lift." That's what she used to say that all the time. And I was like, Elaine, I'm going to carry that with me for the rest of my life. And so I share with you and your listeners, and I, I, I'm grateful for the opportunity to to be included in your show today, and look forward to working with you in the future. All right. Well, let's let's tell everybody how they know get to know more about Trudy and where and buy these amazing leadership women's books and oh, well great. books for men and women, but these yeah. books and your website and uh, your center of workforce. I mean, the things that you're doing are just amazing, and oh, and you. I'm I'm honored to even speak to you today. Oh, and yeah. I I love the I love us having a partnership. I I would thank I relish you. that. That would thank be you. wonderful. Me, me too. So you can find me at workforceexcellence.com at Trudy Bourgeois for all the various social media media handles. Uh, just put in equality and Trudy Bourgeois. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be interesting to find out what words will bring yeah. us both up. I, yeah. I hope I hope those those words bring me up too. Those yeah. those would be yeah. if you Google I'm sure. I, I think I'm those sure. I think Name that's what and, I want. And, and equality, that's what we want. That's what we're looking for. Absolutely. And incidentally, I just Googled it, and, and we come up. All and right. <laughs> well, there it's delightful. Go. It's always wonderful to talk to you. And, and I know this is not our last conversation, just one of many that we'll be having in the future. But that sounds good, you man. have a wonderful day, and you've got your new son-in-law. That was a good story about him, too. I really oh, yeah, liked, Ryan. I really, Ryan's yeah. great now. You know, Ryan and Mary Ellen, um, they've been married almost three years. They're giving us, they gave us our, our first grandbaby, Grace Congrats. Elizabeth. Oh, and uh, yes, in March of this year, and that's just, wow. you know now we fight for equality for our biracial granddaughter, and um, absolutely, you know, it just con- the legacy continues because you know I'm Creole, yeah. and uh, All right. what 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 yeah. is she going to call you? What is she going to call she you? She calls me Grandmare, and well, God willing, when she starts to talk, <laughs> she's going to call me Grandmare, and she's going to call Mike Grandpere because oh, that's, okay, that's okay, great well, for grandmother and grandfather. I use gum and candy uh, to uh, to uh, bribe all of my grandchildren to call me Mom and Nancy after my own grandmother, and they all oh, do. <laughs> oh, how sweet is that? Well, congratulations. Thank you that so much. I'll have to see you sometime. I know you're on the West Coast. I'll have to, next time I'm out there, I'll have to try and connect with you. All right, you, you do that. Take it's care. always great. Talk to you all soon. Right.